Hey everybody, it's episode 52 of Beers in the Lot. In this episode, we hit on uh, Mike Lang's retirement and a couple of the other announcers that we have known over the years throughout the league. Uh, we also talked about a little bit of gambling, a little bit of uh, playing the ponies, a little bit of sports book betting, and uh, we talked about Nathan McKinnon going off the rails on his teammates over cookies. So let's get to it. What fine beverage are you drinking tonight there, Johnny? I am drinking from Devil's Backbone in the great state of Virginia, Vienna Lager. It's actually pretty good. I remember having this quite a few times over the years, so never been disappointed. What about you, Aaron? I have an old-time favorite, the Miller Lite, in the rocket ship, 16-ounce huh. can. Great taste, less smelling. <laughs> You're there. That's right. <laughs> I thought I heard the distinctive ripping sound of those stupid taps that they put on those. The safety seal, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rip. (laughs) What you got there, Dan? I have a uh, Brewdog, or it's by Brewdog, Hazy Jane, New England style IPA. Pretty good. Pretty good. What do you got, Riggs? I have from Three Floyds, Cheer Team, Double IPA. Oh. Yeah, three Floyds. It smells amazing. Like, it smells. Does it great. taste amazing? Oh yeah, it's very good. <laughs> all their all their stuff's good. Cleanses the palate. I was trying to go light tonight. It is a seven point two though. But uh, last night I had I had three eight percent and then two other beers. I was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up. My head. Oh my god, my head felt like it was pounding. Well, the game times last night were all weird, right? Like you guys <laughs> yeah, played at seven thirty, and we didn't play until eight thirty. So yep. there was an hour break. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> we were out in the lot about forty-five minutes into hanging out in the parking lot, and we're all like, "If anybody wants a blue light, you better get one because they're almost all gone. The second game's not even out yet." it's great or one of the guys opened up the cooler and was like quick get your blue lights so they don't get any (laughs) (laughs) Riggs is like that's fine I'll just get my snake dog yeah I'm good I don't I mean I like blue lights but after Sunday nights I like snake dog I had a couple of them tropical truths oh yeah and I chased it down with a bloodline Oh boy! That, yeah, so yeah, it's nice when you don't have to drive. Yeah, <laughs> when you get dropped off at your house. <laughs> Danny's got steep driveway though. Hopefully, he has him right at the garage. <laughs> John, that's not your normal backdrop. Where are you? I am in the glorious state of Virginia for a work trip. Ah, okay. Hotel Wi-Fi. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Godspeed. Godspeed. (laughs) Lots of prayers. Did you guys guys see that uh, Mike Ling is retiring after 50 years? Yeah. 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 
He was doing radio, right? I, yeah. He was doing home radio this past only home games. And he was like splitting them with uh, Josh Getzoff. So, but that's like the last of the great radio announcers because Bob Cole retired, what, like a year, two years ago, something like that? Yeah. And Rick Jenner. I don't know who that is. Is he still doing Buffalo? Really? Jenner. I don't know who Bob Cole yeah. is. Oh my. I know Jennerette, but I don't oh, know we just Bob. lost the we just lost the entire <laughs> Canadian audience. Yeah, thanks, Jennerette. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks, Sarah. laughs> <laughs> but I think Jennerette's around. I don't know how many games he's still doing though. Yeah, he still does Sabres games. Pro- probably like the same deal that Mike Lang had with only home. Yeah. Because he's older, yeah. older dude. So Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. I don't know who does I mean, unless you're in the car, does anybody listen to their games on radio? Like, nope. no, no, nope. yeah, yeah, same <laughs> thing, same thing. Like, I, I mean, I mute a lot of games, I may not listen to the radio feed, but I'll mute a lot of games. Oh, oh, <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, a news fan here, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, uh, notes, uh, notes to uh. uh ESPN and Turner Sports. <laughs> yeah. Many <laughs> people will listen to these games in silence. Uh, yes. yep. yeah. <laughs> I I will say this about Mike Lang though, not just for the memorable calls. Like I distinctly remember that voice. It tiles like goes to my childhood nostalgia thinking about the penguins, because like I remember hearing that voice from the back bedroom in my grandparents' house. Yeah. Like I, re- I, re- I distinctly remember the TV on, hearing that voice calling play by plays when I go to like my grandmother and grandpa's house growing up. So like that, like I, it was interesting. That's like hear cool. him on the radio, that was like yeah. the first thing I thought. I'm like, I remember like always hearing that from the back room, and then running to the back to like sit by the TV because I wasn't allowed to sit on the chairs or anything because. That's why Grandma Grass was it. You're like the dog, right not allowed the on the furniture. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. no, they were always, they were always there. They're always in the chair, so like I would never take the chair. Like it was just like you know. Oh yeah, I, it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. the dog. I mean, geez, like I'm housebroken <laughs> and stuff. And smack um, him in the newspaper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> down, Get down, Cody. Yeah. down, down, Cody. Be still. Be still, yeah. Cody. <laughs> That's right. Be um, still. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, totally brought me back when I heard that, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of Penguins fans, and I'm sure like we were saying with Bob Cole, if you grew up in Buffalo, you know Rick Jenneret, those guys like that's a special era in hockey that they held for a long time, and with new media and new platforms like that, radio presence, even like the TVT, TV, TV play by play. We're not, you know, we mute the games. You don't, you don't hear those kind of <laughs> presence coming through your screen or radio anymore. You don't get it. Yeah, I muted the games a couple times and listened to Mike Lang. Yeah, hmm. yeah, He's he was great. good. Yeah, it was usually when it was on like NSNBC or something like that. Or yeah, yeah. NBCSN, sorry. Man, we're horrible. Man, it was, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm so tired. Total dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they had one of those announcers on that I didn't like, just mute them. Literally yeah. all of them. <laughs> well, we had talked about that before, haven't we? Where we would love to just have on ice audio. Oh, yeah. I would pay, I would pay extra want. for that. Just give us that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just give me that. ESPN Plus. 
if you're listening, please just give us that. That's all we want. It's a game I audio. I know they they have that audio. They physically have it. Like, just give me the crowd noise and the on ice mic. Like, that's all I want. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just give me that. If you're listening, ESPN, or get Gary Thorne back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Gary Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> how do you How do you guys feel? That they're like hiring like Gretzky and Messier and stuff. Like I feel like they're gonna be I wouldn't say boring. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna have the same canned responses. Messier is a bland spaghetti dinner. Like he is not gonna do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Noodles with butter. He was a great player. (laughs) (laughs) Noodles with butter. Like like Gretzky Gretzky at least you get some of the meat sauce there you know like you can spruce up your spaghetti dinner a little bit I don't, like, uh, but I don't I, think Gretzky's no, gonna man. be yeah no he, he he no those guys are gonna be boring as hell they're gonna be they're yeah. so they're gonna be so safe and there there's gonna be no depth to the analysis and they're so far removed from the modern game that yeah, yeah. They can't relate. They can't relate to the current, you know, generation of players and how the game is played now with all the rule differences and everything that goes on. Like it's it's completely different than what they played. Yeah, and even in their own gener like their own era, if you ask them to explain things, like I don't think Gretzky really can explain how he was such a good player. He just did it and it was it was the right thing every time well, that's why <laughs> most of the time that's why he didn't he's, make he's it just that's why he didn't make yeah. it as a coach well also didn't help the team he was coaching probably too <laughs> well, well yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not now, but. <laughs> give mike babcock the lead, that team he wouldn't have lasted as long as he did <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad my dad had the has the Gretzky master class thing. He was showing me clips from it. And a lot of it is just him. It's not like him teaching you like, okay, this is how you play hockey and this is how you get as good as I was. It's more like, Oh, this is how I was brought up. My dad. It's like a, it's like a, a biography basically, or autobiography, I guess it's, which is meaningless. Cause I mean, somebody could be brought up the same way and it doesn't, and it doesn't, it doesn't it's work. Not change anything, right? It doesn't, yeah, it's not going to make them into a great player just by right. how they were raised or whatever. I don't know. It's cool to watch him speak and like tell the stories about his dad and the pond and the rink and all that stuff, and yeah, you know, playing up age levels and you know all those great things. But right. They're great stories, but I don't think, like you said those great players are necessarily that good at actually teaching the game. That's a completely different skill in of itself. Right. Yeah. Right. They they don't know why they're so good. They just know that this is what they should do through some innate gift that they have. <laughs> and it's, yeah, <laughs> it's unteachable. You can't teach that sort of thing. Yeah. Even, even if they could tell you exactly what they were thinking, there's, there's no way that, they couldn't just teach somebody to be as good as they are. That's why they're, that's why those types of players are, are so good. It's because nobody can do what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be worthless as an analyst. 
It's be boring. <laughs> like he'll yeah. he'll draw Gretzky will draw more casual viewers, right? Because of the name mm-hmm. recognition. Everybody right. knows he's the right. greatest hockey player of all time. No matter if you've watched one game or a thousand games. So that'll bring new people in hopefully. And maybe that's the play with, with hiring him and and having him part of, you know, the studio crew or whatever he's doing. Right. It might be interesting to see the Gretzky and Messier uh, combination. Uh, There was, it used to be, uh, I remember when Gretzky was coming to New York uh, after they won the cup, they were playing these commercials. It was like the theme song from the odd couple and Messier, they're like on the street or whatever. And Messier like eats a banana and throws the peel down and Gretzky picks it up and puts it in the trash can with like a disapproving look. Like, you know, it is it, kind of funny. I remember, I remember that. Cause they were dressed in their gear, right? Yeah. They're in their gear on the street and in their apartment or Classic whatever. Commercial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it might be interesting to see that dynamic, but I don't think that they're really going to bring too much in the way of an analysis. All right. We got to talk about sports betting in the racetrack. How much fun? <laughs> <Yes>. all <laughs> You were at the track the other day, weren't you? Yeah. So for the first time in this past week, I went out to Charlestown, the local casino around here. It's been around forever, but they also have a horse racing track. And I actually was able to bet on the ponies for the first time in my life. Uh, yes, a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Uh, and you did see a few of those. Uh, what do we call them? Stereotypical program slappers, like they're the actual jockeys. You know, <laughs> get up seven, get up seven, <laughs> get up seven. You know, those guys. <laughs> program jockeys, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so first time I, ever, I, I had a blast. I mean, just it was kind of nice to be outdoors a little bit. I mean, you know, something somewhat normal in this weird. You know, kind of world we but also visited the sports book that's on site, and I placed the Stanley Cup odds. Uh, yeah, on the cup. So, uh, I thought some were just downright disrespectful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was kind of like, I, I was texting to you guys about it, and I was like, "This is cool. for those of you keeping score at home." Seattle Kraken are plus fifty five hundred to win the cup. It's better odds than the Sharks, the Nucks, the Ducks, the Devils. Got Florida at that. Arizona and Buffalo, I'm kind of like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, those two make sense. But the other New, ones... New Jersey, though. New Jersey, like, they have some... They have they some have players. Yeah. Yeah. They just got their second Hughes. Hughes's. Yeah. Hughes's. Hughes's. <laughs> they got a pair of Hughes's now. <laughs> well, it was they completed it, their Hughes pair. It was yeah. the it was the year of the brother and the draft. So like uh, in the expansion draft, if you, flurries went too. If you, uh, it was kind of like our fantasy draft. Like if if you had one of the brothers on your team already, you had to draft had to the, other the other brother. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, maybe this year we'll make that. You have to draft a brother, a tandem of no, brothers. No, the, the two. Yeah, yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah. 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 A tandem yeah. of brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did place long shot odds on the Knights at plus six fifty. 
the Leafs at plus fourteen hundred. I and love the that Jets one. At plus four thousand to win the cup. The Ooh. Jets one, I I really thought was a little bit of disrespect too. Like, yeah, Philly and Dallas were ahead of them, and with Florida, Carolina, I, I just yeah, and Edmonton right too. Now. Like we're Edmonton plus twenty five hundred, which like they have Drysdale and McDavid. Man. I get it, but. Oh yeah, they sell Mike Smith. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm confused how that's gonna work out for. Him. But yeah, I love Toronto at four at fourteen hundred. I think that's good money. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's good money. Yeah, the Colorado at plus five hundred. I I understand why they're the favorite, but that just doesn't that doesn't speak to me. I I don't think. Well, I don't think about Carolina though. So bad, but. Carolina's at plus 2,000, right next to the Maple Leafs. And up there with the Islanders and the Panthers. I'm looking at, it, at the copy of your program. <laughs> Something a bunch of people are going to put juice on, and they know the house is going to win on that one. That's all they do. Those are moneymaker odds right there. A, yeah, that's not a sneaky pick, I think. <laughs> I at least... Actually, like we were saying, Eric, too, like just for just for plus fourteen hundred, like team that's like around the cusp of doing a lot of good things with a young talent. Well, knock on wood, Jack Campbell looks like the guy, and they let Freddie walk. So, they, I like Jack. Yeah, man. American goalie, America. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be led by two Americans, Matthews and Jack Campbell. Playing for Canada's yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when are we going to the track? <laughs> I'm down to go again. We gotta wear our finest. We gotta wear our finest Goodwill blazers. <laughs> nah, you could, you could get away with some Wranglers and uh, you know some denim shirts. You'll be fine. Be great, <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> so they had outdoor seating at the track. Uh, you know, with a few tables you could sit at. So people are bringing in food, whatever. Uh, but they did have like a little, uh, you know, kind of a little pizza place there. Forty-eight bucks yeah. for a large pie. That's crazy. What? What? I would never pay those prices. $48? Wait. Whoa, man. Yeah. I, I've been, there. I've, been there. I've been there a few times, and the food is not yeah. that expensive. <laughs> oh, it was this week. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. They, they must be There's only up. like 10 slices in a pizza. That's Do they have like gold $5 flakes? a slice. They have, they have gold, gold flakes, flakes on it or something? Gold flakes. <laughs> yeah, gold flakes. Yeah, uh, what's the, like gold what's, the show, yeah. what's the show on Vice? Most expensive it's who's who does that yeah. again? Who does Two that? chains. Two chains. He's gonna he's gonna go to Charles yeah. now to try the pizza. <laughs> pizza. This is a forty eight dollar pizza. <laughs> it's got like wagyu beef. <laughs> meatballs on it truffles <laughs> yeah like british what truffles or something better have filet mignon or something uh, yeah. jesus 
I'm I'm totally in for going down to the track again. That was a good experience. Like it was it was nice. It was interesting. I you know, set aside your gambling preferences, but it was a good time. It's good fun, man. My wife and I used to go a lot when we were younger and no child. Actually, before <laughs> before we were married, I think we used to go a lot. And nice. it was a good it was a good time. Like just put a couple bucks here and there on a horse on a race based on a name. Find Which, the, yeah, the one we said we like Rubble Stiltskin. Yeah. Rubble Stiltskin. Find, you know, find the wackiest <laughs> name, the funniest name, put a couple bucks on that one. Aaron had a horse in you know? it. He didn't tell anybody. Apparently he's a horse <laughs> Aaron, trainer outside. Like I guess so, yeah. Aaron's Aaron's tap. Aaron Michaels and Bob Bath. <laughs> <laughs> both, <laughs> both, both suspended from horse racing indefinitely. <laughs> Have you guys seen what's been coming out about uh, Nate McKinnon lately? Oh, he's a psychopath. Oh yeah, he really, really likes chickpeas. <laughs> <laughs> falafel guy, <laughs> huge falafel guy. Huge big big hummus guy yeah, massive hummus dude <laughs> i mean i like hummus too but he's like yeah, i mean that stuff's good being belligerent about it with his teammates <laughs> he's yelling at people <laughs> i think we were talking in the group text like he just walks by a locker room and sees somebody eating something that they shouldn't be eating he just goes over and like smacks it out of their hand yells at him <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be the best. Yeah. He wants to win the cup. He's demanding. It's like MJ in the Last Dance when he was like, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying everybody could do the same things that I do, but you know, maybe you should try and <laughs> try, and then, and then we'll <laughs> and then we'll win, right? Like, come come on the journey with me. He is, <laughs> but some of that stuff's a little psychotic. Yeah, little little and then the the Zadorov interview stuff, where I guess it all came out. Like, forget all the crazy diet stuff. All all the elite players do crazy diet stuff. I'm sure Sid, you know, well, yeah, he's eats, forcing the team to do the crazy diet too. Yeah, right. It's real clean, <laughs> right? Like, it's it's that. It's like walking in the room and telling guys like, no more sugar, no more this, no more that, <laughs> no more you know whatever. And if you're not with me, I'm just gonna scream at you and like all that kind of stuff. Like, all right, don't He's give like, him a bad pass, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, get, I was gonna get there. I was yeah. gonna get there. But you know, Thick Boy is basically the dietitian from hell. He's just <laughs> all over those dudes. But forget all that. The last in that in that uh, the image of of whatever it was like a screenshot i sent you guys right the last mm -hmm. bullet in it zadorov is like if you miss a pass in practice mckinnon <laughs> is gonna come over and just scream at you and like, <laughs> like you have to make every pass tape to tape like <laughs> you know and and what did he stuff. say he was like yeah they'd be doing a drill and if your pass was like 
15 centimeters in front of his blade that he wouldn't he wouldn't move his he wouldn't even try to get it he wouldn't even try (laughs) he'd just wait for you to send him another (laughs) which sounded really familiar yeah (laughs) that has happened before (laughs) yeah we all played beer league with a gentleman who if the puck wasn't in the vicinity and they would yell and scream at you. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't in the vicinity. <laughs> Is that the same person that you dump it, you chase it? Yep. You dump it, you dump it, you chase it. Same dude. You dump it, you chase it. Yeah, that was when Riggs and I started playing together. I played D Riggs. Him and I were D partners. And this is when I was 18, high school playing with them. And I'd make these breakout passes to him. And they were like, you know, not always 100% perfect. But Riggs knows, like, I can put, you know, in an area, like, you can catch it. I'm not throwing, like, these grenades to people's feet. And every time he would miss it, and he'd turn and yell at me. And finally, like, this was game three <laughs> out of a 12-game summer season. And I just started yelling, like, oh, sorry, I wasn't in the vicinity there, bud. Like, just started yelling at him. Like, <laughs> and so, like, from that on, just said, like, if it's not in the vicinity, he's like, midway through the season, that was that other jam. It was, like, a penalty kill or something. I threw the puck in, and he just went for a, for a change. He goes, next time you dump it, you chase it. Like, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you dump it, you chase it. <laughs> you chase it. Yeah. All right, so. Like Nathan McKinnon, we all love watching Nathan McKinnon, right? So mm. as as much as all this stuff sounds bad, right? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something. There is a saying in hockey, right, that you can never give a bad pass to a good player. So, you know, maybe Nate Dog needs to dial it back a little bit. Passes a little bit. <laughs> I, I think back to that video clip of Aaron passing it to you. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, what if Rigsby just went over, and just fucking started going off on him? No, I was just gonna let yep. him keep trying until it, until it worked. <laughs> no, you didn't. You were gonna uh, let me. You gave I, me two chances. You didn't you try. Got, you got, I, yeah, you got tired. I skated away. From the spot that I stood at for like five minutes. He was minutes. standing stock still. I passed it. It was five feet away from him. I'm standing still too. It was a stick. It was probably the stick. Not, no, it was the stick. It, it was, was too light. Exactly. Stick was too light. Too light. Too, too right whippy. There. Too whippy. Way too whippy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why my pass went five feet wide. <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> It wasn't even like, oh, I went five feet wide to the right and then went five feet wide to the left. No, it was five feet wide to the right both times. Well, Same place. It, then, At least that was consistent. Scientifically, <laughs> it probably was the equipment. Then. Prop? Oh, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you saved that clip on Live Barn as like one of your favorites. <laughs> Uh, I, I downloaded it somewhere. We might we might have to post it. I'll have to put that on the Discord, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that'll do it for episode 52. 52. One a week for a year. 
just gonna give ourselves a little pat on the back there. Also some pats on the back to our supporters on Patreon, uh, supporters who've been listening to us from the beginning or picked up along the way. We're so thankful for you and to all the folks in Discord that are contributing to us and giving us information and, and ideas and stuff to talk about every week. Thank you too as well. So next week we'll get started on year number two. We're not going anywhere. We're going to keep this going until we don't, whenever that is. But it's no time soon. We're having too much fun doing it, so we're going to keep at it. And on that note, we'll keep at it next week. See you all then. And thanks for listening.